Hey guys, I'm Whitney. And I'm Kylie. Welcome to the Midwest Farm Wives Podcast. We are two millennial farm wives raising lots of littles, figuring out how to run ag businesses with our husbands, learning, loving, and living life day by day in America's heartland. If you landed here, you can expect uplifting positive real talk about being a farm wife, mom, and being a woman in agriculture, conquering all God gives us. We are so excited you're traveling on this back road with us. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Midwest Farm Wives podcast, episode 44, the one where we answer your questions. Hi. Howdy. <laughs> How are you? I'm here. Um, I would be lying if I said I was great. I'm not sick like you guys in your whole house, but um, it has been a roller coaster of emotions these last couple of days. Just speaking real talk here, but I'm, I'm good. I'm alive. I'm healthy. We're sleeping a little bit more. Surviving. Yeah. We're good at that. I guess let's read the pot. Read the pod. Let's read the podcast. Yes. Okay. Let's, let's read review. the review. <laughs> And then we'll just go back and jump right into, into things. Okay. okay. Best pod ever for relatable farm wives. This is from the Wisconsin farm wife. I'm so blessed to have stumbled upon this podcast. Wish I would have sooner. Boy, has it been tough since, since, and there have been a few podcasts that I've listened to some old and some recent that have really validated my feelings and emotions. Thanks for the podcast and reaching the lives of those who need it, especially during the hard times and busy seasons of farm lives. We kind of modified that because it was an incredibly amazing yet long review. It was. But, so thank you. We haven't had some new ones in a while. So it was refreshing to see that plug, yeah. go give a review. <laughs> right. And you wonder, like, you know how many, so farming only makes up what, like 2% of agriculture, 2% of the population. You think, okay, how many people is that? And then how many of those are women? And then how many of those are wives and moms? And like, have we plateaued? And yeah, um, I know I felt that lately too, but. I know so, we have loyal listeners. So thank you. Yeah. So if you are a listener and you, um, want to, we always appreciate shares and tags and, um, definitely like genuine encouraging other people to listen because we do have a lot to offer obviously for farm wives, but I do also think that our podcast reaches more than just that bubble. Yeah. Did you see, I, I tagged her in it. Um, it, she's a, I'm going to butcher this now because it's been a couple weeks, uh, firefighter's wife. Mm-mm. I think, or a policeman's wife. I can't remember, but she relates a ton with how much she parents alone or when he's gone, you know, through the nights and stuff. Mm -hmm. And she just said she really related and they have a dream of having a farm. So she kind of lives vicariously through us and related. So that was cool. Well, yeah. And I actually think it's even like ag wives because my cousin, Emily, she, um, I'm not sure how much she listens to the podcast, but I know she has in the past and her husband works in ag retail, um, like chemical fertilizer. I mean, we get that, right. We do our own, but it's that type of life too. It's not, you don't have to be a farmer, but if you're involved in ag in any way and you immediately like can relate just to motherhood, even it's relatable, but we know that we're doing it. We're Putting we're here for it. On. We're kind of late every once in a while and we struggle, but <laughs> I know. And oh gosh, we are going to get back on it. Like I feel if Rowan continues to sleep a little bit better, I can get my life together a little bit more. I also feel like it's hard to come out of winter. Well, especially as a stay at home mom and like get back into a routine and schedule of like my day mm-hmm. because it's nice out now. Like, no, I don't have to be inside all day. And I do because I have an infant and it's not that nice out. Like 
that's the that is the I am seriously struggling with the cloudy 50 degrees staying inside short naps um momming I, I all the you, time I saw you say about him getting his breath taken away and I totally forgot that babies do that yes like things so, you forget and the good thing is is that for the last nap of the day I wear him almost always just because it is a very important nap it, it needs to be a certain amount of time, not too long, not too short, just till we can hit bedtime at about the right time. So I always wear them. Well, right now it's been 50 or below and raining and just yucky. But so you still want to get out. I don't even get out for that. Yeah. But when it's, when it is nice, at least I'm like, all right, kids, well, let's go. And so he gets his nap while I at least breathe fresh air. <laughs> yeah. I totally forget. You forget those things when your kids get bigger. You do. You forget everything. Like, I don't care how many kids you have, even with your third one, you forget, you forget you it. Do. You forget it. You do. Okay. What's okay. your, what's your recap? Um, it is super wet here. We are on year three of an incredibly wet beginning of spring. Again, that doesn't mean a lot. You guys know, we've talked about it before. We could easily go quickly into dry weather and, and go time. But right now I think we've had probably four or five inches of rain in the last seven days. Um, when we left for Waco, it, we had floods. I mean, like around our house everywhere, like, thank goodness for the sump pump working yeah. because we would have been flooded. Yeah. That's um, it. went to at, went to Waco. That was really fun. I highly recommend traveling. Um, I mean, it is what it is. Like not to talk about COVID, but our county just went to zero. Finally, we've had COVID oh my gosh, we are the, too. the entire time. And, you know, let me, let me go on a rant here because I am all about trying to be positive. I've had a few hard days. Like I'm not here for people to be brats. <laughs> I want to say a different word. Um, I was on our Facebook and they update it once a week now because we had such low numbers. They were like, we're going to be more effective if we can update weekly instead of daily. Okay, great update it zero cases zero expected cases blah 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 and you know how many people got on there and commented well if you close down all the testing sites of course it's going to be zero blah 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 and I'm like why do we got to be like that we're at zero be happy <laughs> right stay in your house if you don't not want to get out because you're concerned about it then stay home okay no I'm to that point too because Stop. we've seen now that well I found out I had it my antibodies mm-hmm. were positive when I gave blood. So which, which we thought was, maybe, yeah, I was maybe, maybe thinking and I understand it's very bad. In yes, places, me too. But like, I'm living so rurally and like never see people essentially some days. The only people I, I mean, like literally most weeks, the only people I see a lot is, of days is my family. Yeah. yeah. Like if I go to the grocery store or something, it's different, but I'm, I'm very exhausted with listening to that. Bart watches the news every morning and every morning I come out like, uh, nope, not listening. It's the same shit over and over. It's the truth. It is the truth. And like we traveled to Texas, Texas has no mask mandate. It, we wore masks when we were in places with tight, lots of people, but if we were outside, we were not wearing a mask. And right. I, I understand people won't agree with that. And it's not the fact that we're trying to, I still think it's to each their own we're like, not trying to buck the system. Like that wasn't right. our goal with doing it. That was a personal decision for us. And the people out there knew that risk, right? Mm-hmm. They were out. And if they chose to wear their mask, like my mom and dad got their second vaccine shot, which we are way off on a tangent. Wow. That's but okay. that's their choice. My mom is 
my mom and my dad both have um, some pre-existing yeah. conditions and, and I'm happy for them. Right. Will I get the shot? I don't know. Long-term, maybe. Right now, I I, going into summer with the case numbers we have, um, nursing Rowan, I'm not going to right now. Right. We've had the same discussions and I still think to each their own, like, I'm happy for you. If you feel confident enough to get a vaccine, I'm happy for you. I'm happy for you. If you don't get a vaccine uh-huh. and also fun fact, did you know that I had a scholarship to go play at Baylor for basketball, but I chose Bart instead. <laughs> oh, Bart, you're lucky. Cause Baylor is incredible. I know. Okay. I love that. It's a Christian university. Um, it's beautiful campus. My cousin or my so niece. Oh, she is. She loves it down there. I'm so proud of her and happy for her. And we will definitely be returning just because it's a nice, it's nice most of the year. I mean, the weather, right. I, that's AC, one of my AC wasn't working to her AC yeah. wasn't working. And so she told her dad, and I'm like, yeah, it's already been 80 down here. <laughs> we got to get the AC fixed. Yeah. That's not going to work. <laughs> okay. Moving on. What's going on with you? Cause we got off way off. Sorry. Um, we had spring break last week. We've all been sick. Flu, strep. I just told Kylie before this, I ruined it because I said two weeks ago, we haven't been sick in so long. <laughs> ruined that for myself. So you we threw all- it out in the universe and it said, let me show you what's up. Yeah. So like, I'm starting to get more gunk now in my mouth and throat. So if you hear me sound nasally, that's why. Um, lots of pre-emerge spraying going on. We have gotten rain and then the heaviest snow ever. It's been beautiful. I think we are like four inches for this month. So, so that's happy for you. Amazing because we actually kind of started to dabble into looking at prevent plant for drought because we didn't already thing was going to grow. So, which I mean, oh. like you said, we're still not out of the woods, but like our wheat is finally growing and it's a very happy place around here. We got yeah, our that's great. animals, so we're goat and pig chores every day. It's been good, other than the sickness, which whatever. You'll get over it. It'll get be done it. soon enough. You'll forget about it. Mm-hmm. And it's been nice out, so we've been going outside. That helps. Because sickness in like, winter and having to stay inside sucks. Uh, it is. It makes you feel even more sick because you're just surrounded by your own germs. Right. Ugh. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of dreading the sick the sick stint whenever Rhett goes to school this fall because I, I know it's gonna happen. Right. And that's I what know. happened is like they said that I took our other two in yesterday to get tested and Leighton has it. And they're like, it is going like wildfire. They said we've never seen it go through a school this fast. Ugh. So at least strep seems to be pretty like quick, a quick turnaround to to me. Right. And I'm just going to throw this out there because I've been a mom for almost eight years and I never knew that strep could present in tummy problems. That's what all three kids have is like stomach pressure. Like Bodie wasn't wanting to eat and then they all got, you know, the other end. So, and they never had sore throats, but they have strep. Isn't that weird? Me either. Just so you know, moms. Okay. Let's go. Let's do this. Q&A rapid fire. Yeah. Three, three weeks ago, maybe we asked for questions from you guys from on our Instagram page. And this is what we've come up with. There's 20 questions. We are going to talk. Some of them will be incredibly quick and some of them we've said before, and some of them will be long. Yeah. Okay. You want me to start or you? Um, as I'm already looking at this, I think number one should be like down at the bottom. So I'm moving it. Oh, okay. Well, okay. What types of families did you come from? 
what did your parents do is in that question as well. Okay. I'll go first. I came from, and if you know me, you know that we were all things sports. Um, both my parents were athletes. My dad played college baseball and my mom played college volleyball. I played college basketball. My sister played college volleyball and my brother played college football. So we were all things sports, like every weekend, AAU, all that stuff. Um, when I was growing up, my mom stays home now. She retired. Um, when I was growing up, uh, she was a paralegal all of, I mean, until I left home and then mm-hmm. for several years after. And my dad has always sold cars. They owned a dealership and then they decided to get out of that. So he is selling cars again for someone else. And what yeah. brand. Um, so when they owned a dealership is GMC and then now he's at a Chevrolet. Wow. So, so we struggle because built Ford tough Bart's Fords. And so <laughs> after they didn't own the dealership anymore, it was no big deal that we drove Fords. Yeah. My dad like has driven, he drove a Ford that I can remember, but really is a Chevy guy. And then Jordan and his family is like hardcore Ford people. Maybe that's just farming. It could be. Okay. Um, I grew up in a, um, I have two older, older sisters. They're 12 and 17 years older than me from my dad's first marriage. And so I almost, I really grew up as an only child. Um, my mom works for the government for USDA and the rural development side. And my dad was a construction worker. He worked on, he built bridges his entire life. He's retired now. I'm really happy for him because he's worked really hard. Um, and like, kind of like you, I was just involved in everything. We didn't, I didn't do any like summer sports other than school affiliated, but I played basketball, softball. I ran track my freshman year. I was an FFA. I mean, I was never not busy. Right. Ever. So this and, is another, I think we've already talked about this. Were you a lifeguard? No. Okay. What was your I can summer kind of job? I mean, I can save myself, <laughs> but I can't say. Did you have else. summer jobs? I worked at, I was a waitress. Oh yeah, that's right. I was a lifeguard and a waitress. Yep. I worked at a smokehouse and then I worked at like the most popular restaurant in our, it's called Fiddlesticks. It's <laughs> in our bigger town. And I worked there and, until I went to college and then I was a waitress in college for a little while. And then I worked on campus and then I went to college all every summer. I graduated with my bachelor's and my master's in four years. Well, three and a half, all of it. It was a lot. It was a lot. Um, and so I went to school. All, I basically school was my job. Yep. Understand. So. Okay. Were you an FFA? No. Sorry. I asked the next question. Um, our school where I grew up did not have FFA which is weird to me. It's weird that all rural schools do so not I'm have really that because, um, our, where we live now, where the kids go to school they're they just got an ag teacher. And so they're predicting to have FFA in the next few years. I'm excited. Right. Like you are in a huge agricultural community and I do not understand why you don't either FFA is not, or even ag, an ag teacher. Like, even if you don't have FFA, why an ag teacher? Like you learn about plant science, you learn about horticulture, we just got an ag teacher last year. Mechanics. I mean, all of these things that kids in your area need, especially, yeah, would use. And then even like those extra, like life working and mechanics and things that maybe people aren't going to go to school for, but they could use the skills that they're learning. I think that's crazy. Yes. But oh, so no, me, Kylie was a yes. Um, it's a yes for me. Yes. I was in, um, FFA started my freshman year. I was in 4-H and then took a hiatus there for a while. was in FFA and met Jordan in FFA. We have this huge long story with it. Was an officer my sophomore through senior year. 
that's basically it. Um, okay, next question, number three. Oh, Rowdy joined us. Say hi. Hi. Hi, Rowdy. That's Rowan's waking up too, so that's cool. Okay, how did we meet and become friends? Instagram. Instagram. Right now we weren't friends before Instagram. But now we're best friends. Yep. That don't talk all the time, so just know that that's how friendship kind of works when you get older and when you get kids lots of kids um marriage tips and advice I put haha because who are we to give advice yeah I really do think a huge thing is having fun still and communication for us right and we're struggling with that right now Jordan and I we just don't I mean we're just still in that like bunker yeah down and get through yeah like Rowan is is most calm with me and knows me. And so I'm, that's what we're, that's where we're at, but we're, we're getting through it. And I know that soon enough summer will come and hopefully we'll have a little more freedom to go camping and things like that, but your seasonal time for yourselves. Okay. Are we just buzzing through these? Cause of yeah, let's just keep going. What's your favorite sandwich? Mine's absolutely bologna and cheese. <laughs> okay. That's weird because I was going to say bologna but I don't want cheese on it. I just want bread and bologna. And I'm grossed out that you also don't like mayonnaise, right? I, I do not like Miracle Whip or mayonnaise. The smell of it, when I put it on Jordan's sandwich, makes me want to vomit. And I'm 100% Miracle Whip. I hate mayonnaise. Yeah, Jordan would say Miracle Whip too. My mom made a cake with mayonnaise in it. And I Ooh. was like, I don't know why you told me that. I don't even want to eat it now. <laughs> Try to make it more moist, right? It was fine. It tasted good i mean it was good but i was like why did you have to tell me hey uh hi mom yep hi 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 rowdy but we need you to be quiet (laughs) how do you keep a positive attitude when you're so busy with other things i'm gonna be straight up honest with you the last two days i've not been positive yeah i mean i don't think we're always positive you probably don't see like the struggles because not everybody wants everybody to know everything about their lives on social Mm -hmm. media. So yeah, I struggle too. I get a pity party, but I, I'm really good at quickly getting myself out of a funk. I don't really know how I do it. Right. There's no, I mean, being grateful is my thing. There's no like step by step thing. Right. So for instance, the other day, Rowdy was like stage five clinger. He muted you. Oh, good job, buddy. <laughs> and that's on there. <laughs> I'm like waving at Whitney like, hey, I can't hear you. <laughs> I don't know what you heard. We heard stage five clinger mute. Okay. I And he had been sick, like on me all the time. I was ready for my bubble back and I was getting pissed. Like to be sh- very honest, I was getting pissed. I was getting mad. And I was just about, I mean, I mean, I yelled, I lost my crap. And then I'm like, I'm good at switching the, flipping the switch. Like he could have died last year. Right. Let him bug me. It is hard to get that way though. It is hard because that's how I felt like Rowan. He started sleeping better, but then the daytimes have been wrecked, like very grouchy, wants to stand all the time. And he is so heavy. Like uh, (laughs) he's almost 15 pounds, I'd guess. And he, you can't carry him on your hip. You can't, um, it's a front carry the entire time and my back hurts. And so I've completely lost my patience then with the older two. And that's not their fault, even though they've been little turds, but that's not their fault. No, it's not. But that is a true, that is, I think that's just part of being a human. 
right i have i asked about this before i have a friend jen that it doesn't ever seem like she loses her poop and she's always got it in a group and i just i'm not that mom no i have to apologize to my kids a lot and that's just that's just how it's gonna be (laughs) i agree and that's why i asked reese last night when i was rocking her because i was like at my wits end last night and i said am i um nice mommy or a mean mommy and she said you're a nice mommy and she gave me a big hug and a kiss and I was like okay well I'm not as bad Doing as I something think I right <laughs> <laughs> okay what career would you be if you weren't farm wives or farmers and I think that's tough I think that's a really tough question that is tough I mean I would absolutely if I could just like do it and not have to actually go to the schooling be a vet hands yeah. down but I don't want to go to eight years of school no the guy would assume that do that. <laughs> right. Uh, shout out Cafet. Anybody? Yeah. Um, mine, obviously I'd probably still be teaching and I wouldn't hate it. It just would be what it would be. Okay. I have to ask you this question. It's not on here. Do you struggle with the fact that you went to school, spent all that money and then don't use it? Um, no, not really. Yes and no. I mean, of course, yeah, but I always get to have my degrees. Like I always have my bachelor's degree in American studies. I always have my master's in teaching. If I wanted to go back to teaching though, I did not get my lifetime certificate. So I would actually have to go back to school because I didn't teach for four years and do all my like professional development. Right. Um, no, because I, I am glad I went to college. Right. Right. The experience. So, yeah. And I'm done with my college loans. Thank you, Jesus. And, um, no, it's just kind of on the back burner now. And I know that this is what I'm supposed to be doing currently though. It's just figuring out, like I have the ability to take my kids to work, but that's incredibly hard. And I don't think I have the personality for it. And so we're navigating that. And yes, I've had a hard week. If you can't tell, I know, I know you have, I just (sighs) always feel, so I'm, I went two years. I absolutely hated school. I was just, Sports are really hard in college. So anybody doing that, that's, I feel you. Shout out to you. Yeah. Because sports and then trying to navigate. And then I was very serious with BART and it was like, do I go two more years or should I just get my associate be done? And so I did graduate, but then now like sitting in my current stance, like I've self-taught myself all of my books. Mm -hmm. I'm a stay at home mom. Like I'm glad I didn't go two more years and spend more money. Like I don't, I'm not, I don't have regrets that I didn't go on, I guess. Right. I had, um, some really good scholarships, um, just for academically. And then my parents paid for some of my college, but I still walked away with a pretty good sum. And Jordan and I've just been fortunate enough at the beginning of our marriage to make enough money to really just expedite paying them off. And so it doesn't like hang over my head. Yeah. That's good. And I still owe on them. That's good. Okay. Sorry um, for the- off subject no you're fine Rowan's waking up so let's move through a few more and then I'll go get him and see if we can't finish it okay um thing about each other oh I I like this the other day I know and I should have texted you back so I love Whitney because she is um she loves me for me and I can be completely a brat and she'll still be my friend and I can tell her anything that I'm thinking and she doesn't judge me and she's pretty. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, people, what do I have to say about Whitney? Like we literally went to Nashville together and spent four (laughs) days together and we had never met. Like, that's why, I mean, we just, we just get each other. I don't know. You know what I mean? 
I would agree. And I love Kylie because she's very passionate about what she believes in. Um, you're a go-getter. You're very, I don't know if you would call yourself type A, but you have a good personality. You have a good type A and the fact that you want to get things done and like be diligent about it. You have good teeth. Your hair is always good. Even when it's in a bun. No, it's bad. I had one other thing I was going to say, but I've lost my train of thought. Okay. Oh, and and I like, this may be one reason why we get along so well is I think it's easy to tell you things because you don't live here and wouldn't judge our business because I tell you a lot of things that I don't tell anyone else. Same. Yep. And like, if I'm having a bad day, I just text Whitney, like, this is a, like, this is a beep, 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 beep show. (laughs) (laughs) And then she's like, okay, what's up? And then I might text her back and then I might not. Yeah. Like last night I'm like, so are you good? (laughs) And then I went to sleep. (laughs) Um, okay. I'm going to skip the best advice to balance at all, because we've kind of talked about that. There really isn't like, you just got to do, you got to do what's right for your family. And what we do is very different. Whitney and I to balance and it that and also may include saying no to some things or like right. things on the back burner is my best advice. Um, what's your favorite part about sharing on IG meeting Instagram. people, meeting people. And I think making those connections is my favorite, right? I would like to make, um, I feel like I have tons of Instagram friends. Like you and I are obviously in a, an anomaly, like, so, like I don't make friends like you on Instagram totally, but, um, I would like to make, um, talking about IG spend more time creating and less time consuming. And cause I do feel like with having Rowan and stuff, I'm definitely playing the comparing game more often than not these days and that's not that's not good for me and scroll yeah yeah uh so my favorite part of ig it it is community building that community but then also somewhat feeling like we're making an impact on other people like just even if we are positive or if they're getting a tip or being honest about motherhood or whatever that is when you get a message that says hey like they've taken their time they've reached out to you saying you know this changed my life and that's dramatic no, they it's not really their life, but, but we impact better. Them. Yeah. Positively in some way, even if it's for that moment, I agree. Uh, that that is worth it for me. I was telling someone the other day that I feel really stagnant in my <clears throat> Instagram lately. Like I'm not, I'm not making an impact. And, and she's like, you, you have no idea that just showing your real, your real, like your good days, your hard days, everything that you're making more of an impact than, you know, just because people aren't messaging you it's a big deal. And so that kind of stuff means a lot to me. And it means a lot to me because I am sharing because it makes me feel better. I always say that I, IG is like a diary for me, like a vlog for me to, to get things off my chest or like tell you about the good in the day and try to inspire somebody. I just really enjoy it. I think there's a lot of good and bad and I in Instagram and social media, but we've talked about that before too. So there's, there's hope, hopefully always more good than bad. Hi. Yeah, I agree. There you go. Okay. Uh, if money and time did not matter, whoops, I skipped one. Sorry. We'll go back. Um, if money and time didn't matter, where would you travel to? Um, Alaska and Australia. That's on Bart and I's bucket list. Really? Mm-hmm. Alaska like is his. Mine's Australia. That's, those both sound really nice, but it's always really like know. 
we can only travel in the winter months. So you go to Alaska in the winter months, like hail to the no, because <laughs> they say like the best time is June and July. Yeah, well, we're out for then. So maybe yeah. someday. Yeah, someday I'd say, but not not today. What about you? Um, I don't really know. I love anywhere that's warm and has a beach and water. Oh, I'd probably go to Hawaii too. It's really expensive to go there. Yeah, I'd go somewhere in the Caribbean probably. I mean, that's just like an ideal vacation. It's not really like where would I travel to? Um, I don't know. Okay, we're all next. Our uh, next Nashville one can be in Cancun because I'm missing Cancun. Well, let me get a little more adult I children I and then me and my children to grow up a couple years, but I'm so in. Yeah. Okay. okay. What are your favorite things about 4-H so far, Whitney, as especially as a 4-H mom? Oh, okay. Um, I will say that if anyone is out there and they don't know what they're doing, that's very normal. You're not the minority in that because I've found that there's a lot of people that don't know anything about 4-H going into it. Um, I have loved learning, which I have always loved to learn, I guess. So I think learning new things like going to these clinics with Bodie and seeing him like flourish with his animals has really been fun. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I just think the learning aspect and the community, like the 4-H community is probably what you could relate to. The FFA community is just huge. Like everybody wants to help. Everybody wants you to succeed. And that's been really great. Like there's people that I thought would never help me like in our community that have went above and beyond to help us like get in the groove of this. Yeah. Well, good, good. I'm glad for that. Yeah. I was just thinking when Rhett could start, but he can't be a clover kid till he's seven. Right. So seven here, you are actually in it like clover bud. We don't do that here, but that's five, I think. Oh, okay. In some places. It, yeah. We call it, we used to call it clover kids, but yeah, same thing. Right. Yeah. So seven is the age, but you have to hit it like before a certain month. Just so, like yeah. school. Yeah. Yeah. So he's in it. We love it. I think it'll be good. Really good. It's going to be a good, good thing good, good. for him to build his savings account for school. Yep. Okay. Guilty pleasure for television. Kylie doesn't freaking watch TV. I do watch TV. How dare you? I'm a Netflix so, junkie. Yeah. But sometimes when we were there a lot that one time, you're like, oh, we just don't watch a lot of TV. I'm like, God. <laughs> You what? told me that one. I lied to you. Okay. You must've been. <laughs> we don't, we don't watch a lot of TV. Like actually like, like, um, Oh, well, maybe that's what you meant. Like weekly. Live. Yeah. Like oh. if it's anything, it's recorded and it's usually America's funny. Some videos, shark tank and Yellowstone is the only thing we really record to watch. Jordan watches, uh, that gold show. Come on, help me gold out. Gold rush. Bart watches that. gold rush. <laughs> okay. But I just like, understood how you said that. Yeah, no, I love Netflix, but I like for it to be a season that's completely done, like the whole series so that I can watch it. If it's something that's still coming out with seasons, I don't want to watch it because I will stop it. will not not come back to it. Yeah. But like I've watched Grey's Anatomy three times, One Tree Hill, bajillion times. Oh, I love Um, Grey's Anatomy. Currently I'm watching Heartland. It's okay. I watched that with Leighton. That's cute. Yeah, it's okay. It's family friendly. But yeah, no, I like, I love, usually I have uh, Netflix on in the background when I'm doing other things. And so it's got to be something that I can pay attention to, but not have to pay attention to. Right. So my most recent guilty trash TV that like I couldn't watch my kids around was Schitt's Creek. (laughs) Yeah, I I watched that. And then yeah, Grey's Anatomy for sure. I loved Drop Dead Diva. 
um virgin river I'm more, i like yeah i watched that I, i'm more into i love like thriller crime-ish type stuff so i watched blacklist, blacklist. yeah um Dexter. i started kingdom Dexter. it's okay it's pretty bad so don't let your kids watch yeah okay how do you handle unpredictable schedules you just do yeah you do and you also so the best advice for a new farm wife that was one of these questions uh-huh. you have to quickly realize that your life is not going to be planned because uh-huh. i struggled with that i wanted to have a schedule i want to know this this and this and i quickly realized especially being a stay-at-home mom where i help bart i cannot have a schedule like i i can right. have something set but it is not in stone and plans change so easily and quickly on the farm Okay. Let's just say, for example, we're not even in big, like busy season yet because it's swampland around us, but we just bought an anhydrous tank over in Illinois, a few hours away, maybe like four. I am going up to Iowa. I'm doing the house of color. Have you heard of it? I have. You're going to do that. Cool. Yeah. I know. I'm really excited about it with a couple IG friends in, in Iowa. My family lives in Iowa. So I had planned this out here, you know, a month ago, knowing that we might be in the field that I may have to like search for other help, blah, blah, blah. But I, we weren't, we're getting closer. Yeah. We're getting, you know, Jordan's going to watch the kids and he'll be off work at four 30 and he'll be at the shop, blah, blah, blah. Comes in yesterday and says, Hey, I forgot to tell you big change of plans. I have to go deplumb this anhydrous tank tomorrow, which is fine. Cause I have a back being a farm wife, always have a backup. If you want to do what you want to do. Um, so Jordan's parents, his mom has a hair appointment. So his dad's going to watch the big kids for a couple of hours. And then mom's going to watch him until Jordan gets home at who knows what time. But like, that's a prime example. Like there wasn't any other day to go deplumb this. I'm guessing or right. he would have chosen it. Um, it is what it is. Like I would and say that is, that, that is a hard part about being a farm wife is that especially as a stay at home mom for me, Bart 85% of the time is doing something that our kids can't just chill and be safe. Probably same. So I do have to have a backup to my backup. If I want to go do something for myself. Right. That is exactly right. And so like, I haven't done much for myself here. Like we went to Waco, but I was still like 100% carrying Rowan and it, it wasn't for me. Um, so this is the first thing that I've planned knowing that it might be tough. And that's exactly right. Like have a backup plan if you want to do it. And then sometimes even then it doesn't work out. Yeah. And, and it's hard to have to say no or to miss out on things. Like that's probably one of my worst attributes of myself as I get down about that stuff, but it's just a part of your season. And when your kids get bigger, it'll be way easier. Yep. Yep. So that's our advice. Have a backup plan and um, just Plans roll change. with the punches. Yeah. Uh, what else? What's the hardest adjustment to the farm yet? That's probably it for me is having, yeah, I would agree. Or... Well, and like our friends are going camping this weekend and I'm in Iowa, which is fine. That's me. I chose to do that. But then like, I'm still like, Oh man, I don't want to miss out. Like I want to go camping and right. Yeah. In the same way. Um, did either of you work before kids? Yes. Uh, yes. I worked, yeah, I worked for an optometrist and then when we, we moved an hour and I, we didn't want me to be on the roads two hours every day with the kid. So that's a lot. And yeah. We, I don't blame And you. we couldn't find daycare. Like finding daycare is extremely hard around here. 
it still is around here too. There's a couple in-home daycares that are really good around here, but they're full and we don't have a sitter right now. And I would pay really good. Hello. But <laughs> if anybody's listening. <laughs> oh, that is, that's also a struggle is babysitting. Luckily, like in the summer, my niece babysits, but any other time it is hard. It Especially, is hard. It's also hard where Bart's parents are extremely busy. Like they cow calf ranch and they're super busy. My sister-in-law has a job and they've got their own farm to deal with. So if I can't rely on my niece, I usually have to say no. Dude, I so get it. I don't even have that. I mean, I have our parents and Jordan's parents, but we use them very strategically. Like I hate to ask too much. And so we, we have to make sure it's something that we really want to do before we ask. I recently in the last few weeks have had to say no to a girl's night, like three times, just because Bart was trucking overnight or spraying overnight. His family's calving. My niece is in school. Like I can't have her babysit on a Tuesday night. Uh Right. And so that's been hard, but yep. Also a seed. I'm here. I'm here with it. I'm the same. Do you see the thing? Um, how do you handle lonely seasons? I don't handle them very well. I'm gonna say that. I used to. I mean, I, I don't know how this one will be. I handle them well. I find things to keep me busy. I <laughs> I like hobbies like my gardening, flowers, doing all that keeps me busy. I'm actually really fine until it's bedtime and then I get lonely and I'm burnt out with talking to kids all day and not having adult conversation. Yeah, I would agree. My, but mine is like, I love the nighttime and when, when the kids do finally go to sleep. Um, but this will be different for me. Like usually we would just pack up the kids and go see Jordan wherever he was at, even if it was just for supper for a few minutes. And honestly, that car ride was just as beneficial as actually seeing Jordan because they were strapped in, they could watch a movie. No one was really fighting or talking or wearing me out. Um, You know, this will be different because Rowan will have an earlier bedtime and taking three is harder, but we'll, we'll manage. It's just lonely seasons are hard, but you find a way to get through it. It's here. It's really hard and then it's over. it, It is. And I will say, don't sit and loathe, like find something to do. I'm lucky that my sister-in-law usually when Bart's busy, so is our, my brother-in-law. So we, even if it's like having a beer in the evening, letting our kids burn off some steam before bedtime, like that's the kind of stuff that keeps me plugging away is I saw your meme the other day. Like I sat down and put with my kids for six hours and realized it was 20 minutes. Like that's me. That's me. (laughs) So like having them go burn energy with their cousins is a big deal because I'm going to be honest. I don't like to play. No, me either. And that's, I don't have that around here. Like we have some farming friends with kids and stuff, but like they got their own stuff to do. And right. I don't know, we just haven't yet. I haven't yet found those people really close where it's like a two or three or four minute drive versus right. like our farming friends, you know, live quite a ways away and meh. it is, it's a hard time to also. And I mean, if I didn't have my sister-in-law, I wouldn't do anything because driving to town is a whole nother thing. And yeah. Right. You just figure it out. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Okay, I just said you figure it out. Yeah, you do. New recipes that your family loves. Oh, well, apparently my kids have lived in a hole and didn't know that brisket was really good. I made a brisket the other day because we got a beef and my freezer is so full. That was what I was on top and it was really good. I just seasoned it different than normal. And did you just stick it in the crock pot or oven or? I did oven and I it was like oven for six hours on 250 and it was really good. That sounds so good. I've, we've got brisket in the uh, freezer. 
and then chicken enchiladas is the other one that we've recently liked um you need to share we, your chicken pot pie we are a juicy burgers that's like our go-to easy oh i don't have anything out but you call juicy burgers what i call sloppy joes i think yep it right? is ours has got um ketchup mustard brown sugar barbecue sauce i put worcestershire worcestershire, worcestershire. a sauce i put some garlic and onion in it and um french dressing i mean i kind of like really dress it up with put water but yeah it's like a sloppy joe but they're like our family calls them juicy burgers and we also really like you know chicken and noodles chicken pot pie um i would say that jordan and i like all that the kids are hit, totally hit or miss i have been in a little of a cooking rut maybe we should ask for people to post recipes yeah me too I like new recipes. which my diet has been so strict and like limited to like bread basically but I think Rowan's growing out of his tummy troubles. So we are going to start eating more, which is That's great. Good. Also, I just have to tell you, it looks like you're patting the back of baby Jordan on your lap there. He is baby Jordan. <laughs> God, he looks so like much me. like Rhett. And then Rhett looks just like Jordan. Like that's like, I've, I've got three Jordans now. Yeah, you do. And I have three Bards. Yeah, you do. <laughs> oh, did. Oh yeah. We already answered that. Current struggles. I think we've already covered that. So yeah look at us go we went through this with two kids bugging us blessing us Um, yeah what's your biggest struggle like you know right now in this exact moment I have zero alone time yeah that's that's hard and that's not even farming that's just mom it's just being a mom like yeah I think my current struggle is that I don't have any of my own personal goals and dreams me too. Gosh, me too. Like I have Bart and I have our own, like for our farm and our business, which is huge and and like our place, but I don't have any of my own. And I feel like that has maybe made me feel a little like less than lately, but, and then I like try to think like, well, she's doing this. Should that be my dream? And I'm like, no, that's not me. (laughs) Okay. Are we the same person here? Here's what I think there's so many new things going on. and, And you know, when people say like, I have exciting news, like there is no doubt that I am 100% genuinely happy and excited for those people, but you also get to be like a little bit jealous, right? Like it's so cool. The things that all of our IG friends, especially are doing like, you know, we're, you know, conferences or podcasts or uh, classes or it's like or, the new, like the new stuff is what you, right. you miss out on. And we're sitting here, you and I both are telling each other, like we're in our own stage of life and that's not us right now. And it may not be us ever. Maybe we have something different to offer. Um, but what is that? And I'm totally stuck. So I totally can say totally, totally, totally one more time. I get it. Yeah. And, and I'm not sad about it. I just feel like I should have one and I don't at 30, we should know, but it's weird because Bart and I have our own and like, we're really doing well and aspiring to like reach these goals, but I want one for myself too. Yep. But I just don't have one. Not today. I need just, I need some more like laser focus. Like I kind of have an idea. I've got this big thing, but like, how do I get from point A to point B and what is really point B? Yeah. So we're here, we're in the same thing. That's, that's where we're at. And you guys, but if you're doing something new and you're, you listen to our podcast, we're happy for you and kill it. Yeah. Like we are so happy for you. And that is genuine. Like 
I want other people to succeed and I love watching it happen, but I want to, I also, that doesn't mean that I don't also want myself to succeed and do something like more. Right. Right. Absolutely. So shout out to all you guys killing it. You know what? We, we did this and we don't even have a quote. I know. I was just looking at that scrolling. Like, where is it? Oh, I didn't put it on. Oh my gosh. Look, the first one that popped up on Pinterest, be patient, stay positive. The right opportunities present themselves when you're ready and open to receiving. Yeah. And I always, I've been really trying to tell myself too: God's timing, not your timing. Absolutely. Wow. That was a good one. That was a good one. Screenshot. Uh, All right. Well, it's been nice talking to you. Uh, again, once again, we'll try to be on time next time. Who the heck knows if that will happen? Absolutely. We don't know. Baby Roe needs bounced and Rowdy needs some beef sticks. <laughs> and Reese so. needs an apple. She's been in here three times asking for an apple. So we're out. Have Later. A, have a great day. We sure appreciate all of you listening today. We would love to reach more women in ag. If you would like, please share our podcast with your friends and let us know what you think. You can also find us on Instagram at farmwifeguru and at thegratefulfarmwife. Be sure to follow or subscribe to the Midwest Farmwives podcast on your favorite podcast streaming app. We'll see you next time. And remember, every day may not be good, but there is some good in every day. Stay grateful, friends.